Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic week. Thank you for tuning into today's show. I do really appreciate it. Um, if this is your first time listening, make sure you go back through and have a listen to some of the older episodes. There's plenty of value in there, whether it's something that I've spoken about or whether it's been one of our past um, amazing guests. There's something in there for absolutely everybody, so make sure you go and have a listen. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, what I'm going to be doing is talking about intermittent fasting. It's going to be quite a short episode. I'm not going to go into a great you know length of detail about you know studies and whatnot on on the actual topic i kind of just wanted to have a bit of a chat and give my opinion um on intermittent fasting considering that it is quite a popular way um to eat at the moment and i get a lot of questions whenever i put up something on my instagram story or uh, asking people to ask questions intermittent fasting is something that comes up over and over and over again um so i kind of wanted to quickly touch on it today Uh, we've had a guest in the past speak about it um, but I'm going to give you my opinion whether or not I think it is a good way to eat. You know, before I get into, you know, the things that I'm going to touch on, I, I do just want to say that for those that are listening that do follow intermittent fasting, which you will, you will understand by the time I get to the end of the episode anyway, um, I think it can be a great way for people to eat if it's uh, suitable and sustainable for you. Uh, but like anything, I think there's pros and cons. Um, and that's what I'll touch on today. So for first of all, for those of you that have absolutely fucking no idea what intermittent fasting is, and, and I'm talking in another language to you at the moment, intermittent fasting is where you have a restricted eating time each day. So let's say, for example, for 16 hours of the day, you don't eat, so you fast. Um, and then for the remaining eight hours, you that's where you have your calorie intake. Um, some people do even more. Some people do 18 hours of fasting and six Eating, some people might be extending it even further than that, um, you know, doing 20 hours of fasting and and four eating. Um, and then there's people that are also doing days where they're not eating at all, like a full day of fasting. Um, but what I want to talk about today is, I guess, my opinion on the whole thing. As I said, it's quite a popular topic and it gets brought up all the time. And the first thing that I want you to understand, and I, t- I talk about this every single time, we talk about nutrition, but for you to lose weight, for you to lose body fat, you need to be in a negative energy balance regardless of what nutritional approach you take. So it could be intermittent fasting as we're talking about now. It could be a balanced um, a balanced diet. It could be paleo diet. It could be vegan. It could be no carb. Um, it doesn't matter what style or, or what type of eating you have or what type of food you're eating. You need to be in a negative energy balance to lose body fat and to lose weight. So that's the first thing I want to cover. And what I I want you to understand is that intermittent fasting is not some magic pill. It's not some, you know, this this new method of of dieting where you can eat anything you want as long as it's within that certain um, time period of eating outside of your fasting and you're going to lose fat. If you are not in a negative energy balance and you are consuming too many calories, then you will not lose weight. You will not lose fat regardless of how many hours you fast for. Um, I think that's something that's really important to understand. Um, it's not just a shortcut. It's not a, you know, you haven't figured out this cheat code on how to lose body fat by just fasting a little bit. Um, it just doesn't work like that. If you're not in a negative energy balance, doesn't matter what approach you follow, you will not lose weight. You will not lose fat. 
Um, if you are in a negative energy balance consistently, you will, regardless of what approach um, you actually use. So intermittent fasting, fasting for a period of time followed by eating, um, I guess you've got your eating window or calorie eating um, consumption window. Um, you know, Typically that leads to larger meals um, because you're eating in a shorter period of time. So people tend to eat you know, often the similar amounts as what they were having over the whole span of a day, but in a shorter period of time. You know, for some people, it may help them, um, I guess, in terms of not eating as much because they've got less time to eat. Um, so I guess I'll kind of go over what I think are the pros and cons um, of this method of eating. Um, like I said, it, it's quite popular. It's not something that I um, personally follow. Um, I guess to an extent, everybody uh, follow some form of fasting. We we fast overnight and eat throughout the day, but obviously this is a lot more calculated approach. Um, so what I might do is go over, I guess, the benefits first and who I think intermittent fasting can be good for, and then I'll have my opinion on what I think. Uh, I guess the negatives. Um, but like I said, this is this is just my opinion. You may find that intermittent fasting is perfect for you, and if it works for you, then stick to it. But um, I guess. Who I think it's great for, um, I think it's great for people that one, struggle to stick to a calorie intake over the whole span of a day um, because if they've got a shorter eating period or a shorter window to get their calories in, they're going to be a lot less likely to overeat in that time period, you would hope. Um, I think it can be great for people that don't necessarily want breakfast, that don't necessarily wake up in the morning hungry, don't feel the need to eat before work or may not get hungry till late in the day. I think it can be fantastic for people that live a very busy lifestyle where they don't have the time to prepare, you know, four or five meals per day and sit down and have a meal every couple of hours throughout the day because they're just on the go over and over and over again. So I guess intermittent fasting can be great um, for, for that individual as well. Um, what I found, I guess when I followed a form of it, uh, I wouldn't say it was intermittent fasting, but I was kind of skipping my breakfast in the morning is when I got deep into a calorie deficit um, and this was only on one of the, the occasions that I did this. I've actually found now that when I am in a calorie deficit for a long period of time, I prefer to have a big breakfast. But at one point, I wasn't having it at all because, again, that just meant that I had more calories to use later in the day um, because that's something that's very, very important to understand that if you're eating... Actually, look, I'll touch on that in a little bit after, but um, that's who I think it can be good for. Now, I guess the benefits of that is one, you don't have to think about anything when you leave the house in the morning. If you're choosing to do your eating period later in the day, which most people do, you can kind of get up and go. Don't need to worry about it. There's one less thing you need to do before you leave the house. Um, another good thing about it is it does allow you to have slightly larger meals. Um, so I guess there's there's also... The ability to be able to go out and, and eat meals out and you know probably be a little bit looser with your tracking and and um, your estimating of how many calories you're eating and still get away with it uh, because you have got so much more calories to use in a shorter period um, of time people tend to enjoy intermittent fasting because it allows them to have foods that they find more enjoyable um, in bigger quantities okay so you leave the meal feeling a lot fuller and um, and you know something to understand as well is that you know, fasting is fasting. If you're, if you're going to take this seriously, then you need to actually fast, okay? Um, and the benefits that a lot of people kind of follow intermittent fasting for in terms of the, the blood work and stuff, the results that people see with their blood work when they follow fasting, a lot of people aren't even putting themselves in the position to, to reach the, that stage because they're not even really fasting, okay? They might go in and have a branch chain amino acids while they train, which is breaking your fast if that's what you're doing it for. 
As I said, I think it's beneficial for people that are trying to stick to a calorie intake over a shorter period of time. Okay, so if I'm eating 3,000 calories per day, all right, and I have that between 7 a.m. when I wake up, maybe, and I go to sleep at 9 p.m., and throughout that time, I have my 3,000 calories. Or I have my 3,000 calories between 12 p.m. and, let's say, 7 p.m. Okay, so over seven hours, I have that same amount of 3,000 calories. The thing to understand is that it's still 3,000 calories. All right, so if I'm eating in a shorter shorter window, obviously, my meals are going to be quite larger, uh, quite a bit larger, sorry. But the result still needs to be the same. You still need to be following that intake that you need to be following to put yourself in a calorie deficit in a negative energy balance. So I guess just relisting the positives, I, I guess, or the benefits of it um, allows you to skip breakfast. Great for people that don't necessarily feel hungry earlier in the day. Great for people that live a busy lifestyle. Um, and great for those that like to eat bigger meals. I think that's a, a great way to eat. Um, and it also gives you a chance to have things that may not be necessarily as boring in terms of your food and still stick with your calorie intake and see great results. Now, I guess some of the negatives, and I don't necessarily think, well, some of them are negatives. Some of them are just kind of things that I don't necessarily think are optimal or I don't necessarily agree with. Like I said, I've already touched on, a lot of people don't understand that you still need to be sticking to a specific calorie intake or at least roughly to see the results that you want. You can't just go and eat as much as you like in that period of time and expect to see results. Okay, so if you if you need to be eating 2,500 calories to lose body fat, regardless of whether you're eating over four hours or whether you're eating over 12 hours, you still need to have that exact same amount or close enough to it. I think... For most people that are following intermittent fasting, they're not having that many meals because they obviously don't have as much time to get their food in. So let's say two meals per day. If you're taking in protein twice per day and you're kind of sparking your muscle protein synthesis twice per day compared to, say, four or five times per day, I think in terms of um, in your muscle recovery, muscle growth, and the protein synthesis, very that's a very fucking hard word to say, um, I think four or five times is going to be more beneficial in my opinion than twice per day and particularly if people are just having one meal per day i wouldn't recommend having any less than two um, meals per day if you are following intermittent fasting um, in terms of nutrient i guess getting nutrients from your food and your body actually absorbing and taking in what you're trying to to feed it because remember you're trying to fuel your body for performance you're trying to treat your body like a supercar um, and if you're just giving it one big hit and most likely having to eat a lot of not calorie dense foods or some, sorry not nutrient dense foods um, you're not really doing yourself any favors there um, some other things that I some other problems I have I guess with intermittent fasting is that um, because the meals are a lot larger and as I said people tend to go for things that aren't as nutrient dense it starts to create this in my opinion, unhealthy relationship with food in regards to the fact that a lot of your calories aren't nutrient dense, okay? And you are getting used to the fact that every meal is going to be quite large. So if you're having two meals for the day or even three, your calories per meal are going to be quite high. So what happens on a day where you decide to not follow intermittent fasting or whether you go out for breakfast with some family and friends all of a sudden, every single meal you eat in your brain, you think that it needs to be big or your body's used to having big meals. So now you've created this relationship with food where 
you're you're used to eating things that may not be as uh, nutrient dense not not as many whole foods as what you typically would if you're eating throughout the day you're also used to eating until you feel really full and having large quantities of food per meal which is very hard a hard habit to break if you're going to go back to eating throughout the whole day which is you know typically going to lead to to overeating so i think in regards to a relationship with food it's not necessarily a great thing in my opinion anyway because the people a lot of people that i know that follow intermittent fasting the meals aren't really nutrient dense um the the quality of food is not as good as what it could be and they are large meals okay so you know you'll talk to someone that follows it and it's the morning and someone's having a nice breakfast and they're just like oh you know i wish i could have or maybe i feel like having breakfast today um, and if they do and like i said it's not going to be all the time but if they do then they are going to be used to having larger meals and that's going to translate across to every single meal that you have which is going to increase the likelihood um, of overeating i think it can be you know myself anyway like i love going out for a coffee i love having breakfast with friends so for me it makes no sense because socially it's going to affect you know my relationships with people and and what i like to do and my enjoyment with having you know breakfast foods and going out for for things like that where i'm eating throughout the day so i have zero interest really in 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 doing that um some other things that i think may not particularly be be great um sorry uh is the fact that uh a lot of people aren't really looking at how they're timing their nutrients or how they're timing their meals in relation to when they train okay so if you're eating let's say between 12 um let's say 12 and, and 6 p.m okay so six hours of eating you finish eating then you might train at eight in the morning or something like that um and if you've had bigger meals and you finished them at 6 p.m and then you're not training for at least another 12 hours afterwards um i don't think that's an optimal way in terms of getting the best out of your performance i, I like to fuel my body to train um, and there's definitely ways you can work around that. I speak to people who follow intermittent fasting and I always say that if you're training first thing in the morning, try and have your last big meal relatively close to bed so that you, you've, your glycogen stores are full um, and if you are having carbohydrates, and obviously, but um, that you've, you're getting big meal in relatively close to bed so you've got energy to train in the morning. I think it's quite important to be having um, a lot of like hydrating a lot. Uh, and in regards to, like I said, the whole you know, getting the actual benefits out of properly fasting, I don't think most people are doing anyway. So if you're purely doing intermittent fasting for the purpose of sticking to a calorie intake, I still think it's important that if you're training first thing in the morning but not eating your first meal until, say, lunchtime, that you should be having some form of protein after your training session or at least a branch chain amino acids because that's going to be more important for you in regards to building muscle mass or at least retaining muscle mass. Um, and still, you know, if you're just having a protein shake, that stuff all calories anyway, add it into your daily intake, still have the rest of your meals in that period later in the day. But it's not, it's, I, I think in terms of building a physique that you're actually happy with and training in a way that's going to be sustainable and that you're going to progress with, it's important to get that protein, high quality protein in, not straight after you turn doesn't have to be you know the second you leave the gym but try and get that within the kind of the first 30 minutes up to two hours i guess after you train stay very well hydrated um so so that, that's i guess that's my opinion i don't even know really if this episode's made too much sense it's just a, a question that comes up a lot um as i said so i guess kind of to summarize the whole episode is that if intermittent fasting is something that you can find, um, I guess, sustainable, because as, as I say with everything, 
and this is the last thing I'll say, I guess, that I don't necessarily agree with it, is that there's not that many people I know that can 100% tell me right now that they will never want to have breakfast again or that they will never want to eat outside of a six or eight hour window ever again. So for me, if it's not sustainable, if it's not something you know you can do for the rest of your life, then I don't think there's necessarily a point in doing it. There's obviously times where you need to do things that you don't want to do and don't necessarily want to do and, and, and follow along with things that are, are only very short periods of time for for any given reason. Um, but if you're making the choice to do this and it's not something that you enjoy, it, it, you don't need to be doing it. You can still have the same amount of calories spread out throughout the day and the results are the same. If you eat, just as I talk about with, with fasted cardio, if you go out and do fasted cardio and you burn 500 calories or you've had a meal and you do 500, you burn 500 calories, you've still fucking burnt 500 calories. Um, so there's not much of a difference. So if you're, if you're following a calorie intake and you know, you're confident that in the morning when you wake up, if you eat breakfast, that by the end of the day, you can still stick to that calorie intake, then in my opinion, that's going to be more beneficial. But, you know, some other benefits, I guess, before I wrap it up, wrap up this summary, that, uh, that some feedback I've got from people that follow it as well. And, you know, I've, I've kind of felt this as well in days where I haven't eaten as much in the morning or if anything at all in the morning is that your mental clarity can be a little bit better um, before having that meal. Maybe you've had a, a black coffee or whatever it is and you haven't had any meal you don't you're not trying to digest your first meal of the day and your mental clarity can be a lot higher which is fantastic if you like to be very productive in the morning and if you feel better i guess you know i feel like i'm kind of going around in circles here but i guess to summarize this whole podcast this whole topic is that if this is something that you genuinely think you can stick to for the rest of your life that it's going to be beneficial for you and you're going to enjoy it then do it. If you're going to see results on it, then do it. Just understand that you're not seeing results because you're following intermittent fasting. You're seeing results because you are in a negative energy balance if you're trying to lose body fat. If you're trying to gain muscle, I, you know, in my opinion, hands down, would not recommend following intermittent fasting if you're trying to gain size. Make sure makes your job a lot harder. Um, and I don't think it is. Um, I don't think it's as optimal in terms of not getting as many as not not getting as much muscle protein synthesis by having way less meals. I just don't think it's necessary to do if you're trying to build mass. Um, but this is not magic. This is just energy in versus energy out in a different way. Okay, this is just in a shorter period of time, you're having your calories and in the end of the day, it all ends up being the same stuff. So to summarize it, um, if it's something that suits you, then do it. I personally don't follow it. Um, I don't really necessarily recommend people follow it but at the same time if someone does and someone comes to me and asks for me advice about it i'm never going to say i think we should stop doing this i think if this if this works for the individual and they want to follow it then yes they can see fantastic results just go about it in the most healthy and sustainable way which is what i kind of preach with everything anyway so hopefully um in some way this episode has helped you in one way or another if you've been thinking about doing intermittent fasting or if it's something that you do already um, i'd love to hear some feedback on this one I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this that follow it and absolutely swear by intermittent fasting, which is fantastic. That's great. Keep following it. Uh, like I said, I'm not bashing it. I just think that it's not the most optimal approach all of the time for everybody. And to be honest, this was just a, a podcast for me to kind of give you my opinion on it because I get asked so much. So instead of me typing out the same answer over and over again, um, just send you guys to this podcast episode. So have a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in. If you have got some value from today's show or you'd like to share it with someone else, please do take a screenshot and post on your Instagram story 
within the next minute or two um, or just tell someone about the show and get them to go and have a listen. As I said, we've got some really interesting guests coming up over the next month, I'd say, um, which I'm really looking forward to sharing um, those episodes with you. So again, have a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in and I can't wait to talk to you again in next week's episode.